Hi, we are Angie and Annalie, and this is Brain Basement, a podcast where two friends who used to do yoga together in a basement now chat about chaos and wellness. As moms, we understand chaos. As expats, we get what that chaos looks like when you take it overseas. From Manila to San Jose, we share stories of living abroad and explore topics around mental and emotional well-being. This podcast is for expat moms who want to find wellness amidst the chaos of everyday life. Welcome to Brain Basement. We're so glad you're here. Okay. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Brain Basement. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about our wins. So maybe lightening up a bit after all of our talk of crying and even our episode on what we do when we're not feeling so hot turns into a lot of acknowledging like our truth and our realness. So um, not that everything has to be upbeat at all times, but also recognizing that there's a balance in life. We have those wins while we also have our struggles. So we'll look at both of those. And before we get started, taking a minute to be in our body, as we always start off each episode with a moment of connection. So just see what you can relax in your body. See if you can relax your fingers and your knuckles. Kind of check in with where your breath is today how your breath is moving through your body. See if you can feel the motion of your breath through your throat, through your nostrils, through your lungs, maybe all the way to your belly. And really noticing the movement of your breath as it expands and fills you and as it empties and releases. Finding that pattern that is happening for you today in this moment. Remembering that this breath is with us all day long and we just don't pay any attention to it most of the time. So here's our time to check in with all the oxygen we're bringing into our cells and that renewal that happens each time we take that new breath in. And then keeping that energy of connection to your breath, that presence in your body in this moment, as we start on another connection of talking about our emotions. I feel like our listeners, all like two or three of our listeners are our friends. So it is like this connection (laughs) that we're all having this conversation. And talking about our wins. Annalie, do you want to start? Do you have any wins? 
Yeah, so I think when you brought up this topic at first, wins, I was kind of like, okay, what is this? Like, what, what does that mean for me? What is a win right now? And my mind did go, speaking of emotions, to um, just those moments in the last few weeks and months where something has gone well and it's like taken me by surprise with how um, good something felt and just allowing myself to really lean into that good emotion just for the sake of like enjoying life, but also to kind of offset some of the other stuff we've been talking about in the last few weeks that just feels more heavy when you're moving somewhere new. So, um, and then my mind kind of went to like the science behind positive emotions and maybe we can get more into that, but um, I just started having all these different moments come to my mind in the last few weeks that just caught me off guard and just gave me a little bit of like burst of whatever that positive emotion was like hope or joy. Um, like even as small as we are, we got our car, it arrived and, um, and I drove for the first time, my daughter and I, we went to the grocery store and even just that, like driving in a new country for the first time, you know, this is my fourth time doing that. And, um, but every time it feels so good, like we got home and we had this kind of moment of, we did it, you know, we, we drove in Mexico and we made it home in one piece and we validated the parking card successfully and it just felt good. And, and it felt even better to recognize the fact that it felt good, if yeah. that makes sense. Yes, that's what makes sense the most to me because it's like these small things that happen in my life, it's so easy for me to gloss over them and then in even it's like I can hear myself feel like, yes, success went to the grocery store. And then I come up with like a way to discount it. Like, so what? No big deal. <laughs> like moving on. And so it feels so much better to be like, yes, that was a win. Like I'm feeling pretty proud of myself right now instead of discounting it, um, which is just you know, what our brains are doing all the time with our negativity bias and like trying to keep us safe, our brains automatically put that spotlight on something negative. And then if we can just deliberately put the spotlight on the good stuff, it's there too. So yeah, I hear you. I love that. Um, what about you? Have you, you had any wins recently? Um, my wins have been same things like small things. I think that this time of moving, maybe because I am more aware of my feelings, because I do read all these books, because you and I talk about it, I am more able to be in the moment. Um, and maybe it's because my kids are out of the house. There's probably like a lot of things that have lined up to create this. But I feel like, oh, I am able to be in the moment, to be feeling when I'm bummed, I recognize that and feel bummed. And when I'm happy, 
I recognize that just like the sun is out today I can hear birds chirping these small things I can go for a walk right now my I have two hours to myself that the kids are going to be gone at school and now I have this window of time that I can do something what am I going to do like small wins so even just taking public transport for me was one right like how do I figure out my card and <laughs> the payment for that uh, what if I get on the wrong bus how does my Google Maps work on the bus those things so those are things that I claim as wins for this week yeah I love that you say you're more um more able to just be present mm -hmm. and recognize these different moments throughout your day whether they're good or bad or whatever they look like because like that is the practice yeah and I think there's a lot of doubt around this idea that we can get to this state of really being able to live in the moment. And, and it, a lot of times I think it seems really theoretical when we talk about it, like live in the moment, you know, just be present. But the fact is, that's actually something that's really practical that can happen in people's lives. And it, and it makes a difference. And it is the result of practicing being present with your thoughts, your emotions, your sensations in your body to the point where it sounds to me like you're not thinking to yourself, you're not having the thought like, oh, what's happening right now? You're just like, it's becoming more of a reflex. Is that right? Yes, um, totally. But I have to qualify that by saying like that happens twice a week that I'm automatically, <laughs> like it's not that I, live in the moment every day of right. life. but that's more than it's ever happened for me so you're right it's been a deliberate practice where i'm checking in and asking myself what am i doing right now what am i feeling what's happening inside me and now it sort of comes up automatically yeah and i love that like yeah of course it's not it's not like your perfect model of like living in the moment like who is and, but just to make the point that like the practice and that work does pay off, like your brain is more likely to do that on its own because you've created that habit. And so I just like that. Um, and going back to negativity bias, I was um, reading something the other day that, um, so this doctor, his name's Rick Hansen. He's a psychologist and senior fellow of the UC Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center. And he's an author too. But he said something about negativity bias that really helps me remember what it is or what it's doing. And he said, the mind is like Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones. Oh yeah. And so it's like, that's how our minds work. Like we naturally gravitate towards and stick on to these negative thoughts and the positive ones, like you said, it's just so easy to gloss over them or like allow that inner critic or that more, that other voice come in and be like, you just drove, like who cares? You know, it's not that big of a deal, but to take that moment to kind of savor that 
experience and that positive emotion like we're pushing back against our minds and that negativity bias that's so natural for every single one of us and I think like we were just talking it be, it can become more of like an automatic pattern that um we can um develop over time the more we can like sink into more of these positive moments and not gloss over them yes exactly it's like that practice right everyone says you should do this and keep a gratitude journal and you write down three things you're grateful for every day and you write down one thing you're grateful for every week for 42 weeks and all you have to do is have the assignment in your mind so that you're scanning for what good happened to me today what good did i bring into the world today and once you have the assignment you can see it right like all of us are doing these things so one thing i was listening today is like one thing instead of thinking of what you want in your life you're you can think what do i already have in my life like living indoors that's something i want yep i've got it you know like i love yeah. living indoors and having heat and electricity uh a pretty healthy body like yes so these things that we can be grateful for that we forget we gloss over and if we got sick for two weeks we would feel so appreciative on the days we started feeling better like i love having a healthy body i love being able to you know breathe without blowing my nose every three seconds but we forget to just appreciate it when we're not sick <laughs> Yeah, totally. I, I saw something the other day that said, um, I'm probably going to kill this, but it said, um, think for a moment, oh gosh, I'm going to kill this. But it was something like, think for a moment if you about the things that you were wishing for a month ago mm -hmm. and whether or not you have them. Yes. Anyway, that was a terrible sum, summation of that. But I think of that often. And, you know, two months ago, all I wanted was to be together as a family and like reunited. Yeah. And, you know, today I have my new set of issues and things that we're struggling with. But the fact is, like, I have what I wanted two months ago. We're mm -hmm. together as a family and we're, you know, plugging through each day and, so I just like that little reminder, kind of like you said, like we just need that, that cue or that environmental trigger or assignment to help us remember to watch for those things because yeah. our brain isn't going to look for it on its own. Yeah. And we get so good at like we've developed this habit because of society and and whatever it is, but we maybe when we were three years old and five years old, we had the inclination to get really excited over something we did, right? Like I went across the monkey bars or I wrote my name correctly, like these things that you can see our kids do. And then we're just like, so what? No big deal. Like, don't, don't, don't get a big head or don't you know like i don't know don't get too excited <laughs> don't focus too much on your accomplishments and we learn that and then we practice that for 
30 and 35 and 40 years. And then we're like, why don't, why can't I see the good stuff anymore? Um, so it really is, it's like a practice of working on it. Yeah, speaking of kids too, um, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought kids are so good at this. And the other day we were at soccer practice for the first time we found this little city league and, um, and I was worried the whole time, like, you know, it's in Spanish. I don't know if the kids are going to enjoy this. It's a new experience. And what if there's bullying and all that stuff that your a mom's brain goes to. And, and, um, it was a two hour practice. It's super long, but I just noticed over time, the kids were having so much fun out there and just loving it. And about 30 minutes before the practice ended, these huge clouds rolled in and broke. And there was just this huge rainstorm, which happens here. And uh, everyone was gathering their stuff and trying to get off the field as quickly as they could. And I looked down, I was kind of up on this like um, balcony looking down. And my, my son that's eight, um, spread his arms out wide and put his head up to the sky and opened his mouth and just was like, just fully embraced this rainstorm Aww. and was catching the rain. And it totally caught me off guard. Everyone else was off the field and he was just like hugging the moment, you know, and taking it in. Um, and I just, it stuck with me the last few weeks. Like he's so good at just taking a moment to feel something for what it's worth just mm -hmm. and um embracing that, that moment such a good joy. story you know like that's yeah. gonna be a vision in my mind now right like i just want to be the kid in the rainstorm who's like ready to accept the rainstorm like this will be fun yeah. And he just like found so much joy in that moment. And as an adult, I am not in that practice of like pausing long enough to be like, oh, this is such a good moment. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to practice that, but yeah, I loved that moment. Um, um, but one of the things that, um, oh, what were you going to say? No, um, go ahead. Um, well, what, what came to mind when you were talking about just our habit of adults, like we kind of grow into these, um, habits of, yeah, not pausing for these, these moments of goodness. Um, Brene Brown talks about this concept of foreboding joy mm -hmm. and, um, it's that experience where something good is happening, but the split second after there's like an intrusive thought or an emo intrusive emotion that tells us that that moment can exist and it's going to be taken away from us. So the example she gives is like, if you walk into your kid's bedroom at night and they're sleeping and you have these warm thoughts about them, like oh, so pleasant, like I love my child, you know, such a nice moment that they're sleeping. And then there's this moment, like right after that, it's like, what if something that were to ever happen to them? Mm -hmm. And I really resonated with what she said. Like my brain does that all the time. There's something really great happening, 
but I'm not able to fully enjoy it because I have this fear that that's going to be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's kind of like rehearsing tragedy. It's not even happening. But like our mind automatically goes to this state of rehearsing something that probably won't happen, but versus, you know, allowing us to just be with that positive moment. Oh, no just judgments attached. Yeah. I, I can see that I do that. This is interesting that I'm thinking of this now, because as you were saying that I was like, oh, that's kind of Bill's thing. So that's more like my husband. I almost do the opposite, maybe not from the most like healthy and aware place, but like just to rebel against him where I'm so I will be in the mindset of everything's going to be fine. Obviously, it's all going to be fine. But it's like I'm digging my heels in with that of like, uh, there, there won't be any problem. This is all going to work out just fine. And I never thought of it as a like, he's teaching me something or he's helping me do that by being on the opposite page. Um, because it just makes me want to, when the intrusive thought comes in, I can just throw it out and think, nope, this is all just really that good. It's just as good as it feels right now. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is so awesome when, when that happens, when everything lines up that I, that I do that, it does feel really great. Um, the other thing I was thinking the, (laughs) I have sort of a, like, I don't want to say it sounds so opposite or so backwards to say that like feeling bad is now a win for me, but I think it kind (laughs) it kind of is when I feel bad, or even when I acknowledge that my kids feel bad, I feel like I'm sort of now I have enough awareness to be reminding myself at the time of like, this is good. I want you to experience emotions. I want you to have sadness in your life instead of I want to protect you from sadness at all times which I think I had for so long and for myself, right? Oh, I just want to avoid sadness. I'll do something else. I'll distract myself. I'll turn on Netflix. I'll, um, now I can, when I can see that there's something sad happening or, you know, frustrating or anger for myself or for one of my kids, just allowing that kind of feels like a win. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I aspire to that, but I know what you mean. It's like, because we absorb and read and study all this like emotional literacy stuff, it's like now when that happens, it really does feel good. Even if it doesn't mean, yeah, that you or your kid is moving into feeling better. It's just like, oh, we're doing the work of emotional literacy. 
you know? And, right. And that does, that is a win. It does feel Because it's hard because the, the natural way to do it or the path of least resistance is to avoid it and not take a look at that. Cause I, especially with my kids, that's hard work for me because I want to spare them from acknowledging a hard moment. Um, but you're right. It does feel good when we navigate that together and yeah. we can be there for them in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't I know feel in the same way as like, oh, it feels like, like relief and joy. It's, but it's a different kind of like realizing this part is okay too. Yeah. No, it's a win. Like we can call that a win. It's a huge win. Thank um, you for validating. I'm just going to call you. Every oh, time. yeah. Can I claim this as a win? Can I, can I claim this misery as a win? I'll be like, yep, win. <laughs> I know the other day I, uh, I kind of, I woke up just feeling anxious and it stayed with me all day. And I, I just couldn't function very well throughout the day. And I wondered where it was coming from. And I kept thinking like, okay, I have all these tools. Like I know what to do when I feel anxious and I'm really aware, like I'm, I've given it a name. I've, I know what's here. I know anxiety is spending time with me today, but in the end, I just, I just didn't have the energy to to pull out any of like the quote unquote tools that Mm -hmm. we talk about or any of these helpful practices. And in the end, I just like, I just want to put on a show and like curl up with my kids and watch it, you know, on a school night and which normally, you know, we have like structure or whatever and try to get to bed on time. But, and I was thinking later, like my old self might think of that as like, um, I don't know, not, not a tool, like not Mm -hmm. a helpful thing, but in the end, I was like, that is a win. Like I saw what was going on. I noticed that I wasn't feeling great. And I noticed that I didn't have the capacity to, to do much about it, yeah. but I could just surrender and, and be kind to myself at the end of a really hard day. And like you said, it, I might not have considered that like a win in the past, but it, it, the more I thought about it later, I was like, no, like, that feels good to just like, this is, this is okay to take care of myself in this way. And I, I think that's exactly it, right? It's just, it's like reading all the books and doing the work and trying the things until you get to the point where you're not doing everything in the book or Mm -hmm. the workshop or, you know, you're not doing all the things, but you have all the awareness there to be like, this is okay too right? What would it have looked like if you did force yourself, like, I have to use the tools, I have to get out of this funk right now, and I have to, like, let go of my anxiety, and then try to keep to our structure and get all the kids to bed at the right time, like, that could have not brought in, like, the peace and calm and acceptance of, Tonight I'm throwing all of our structure to the wind and we're just having popcorn for dinner and we're just gonna curl up and watch TV too. 
avoid life for two hours. So it like, like there's beauty in that and just being able to accept it. Yes, totally. So Thanks. in wrapping up now, I feel like our, my big message is that all of my wins are losses and I'm claiming them as wins now. <laughs> That's what I'm just I know. I think this episode was like the other two, but now we're just calling everything a win. <laughs> That's it. Like crying's a win. Yeah. Crying is a win. Feeling bad is a win. No, I think um, feeling good about feeling bad, how meta can we get, is a win. Yeah, I'll buy that. I buy into that. Subscribe and like. <laughs> Double tap. Um, okay. Do you have anything else before we wrap up? I don't think so. I'm just going to call everything that happens today a win. It's all a win. This. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Have a week full of wins. Until next time.